if you want to be a carbon copy of everybody else, that's easy to do. Uh, but if you really want to be authentically you to stand out, that's what people are really looking for. You really don't come alive until you find out your identity, your purpose, authority, and assignment. A podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, guys, we're back on our next episode. I'm so excited to have Rico McAdory here with us, and he's going to be sharing us with some leadership capacity strategies, ideas about legacy and dynasty. And you're going to want to hear about this. It's going to be so cool. But let me introduce him before we move on. Uh, Rico McAdory is an impactful professional speaker and identity leadership expert. Through his gift of creating music coupled with unique voice, which he does have a unique voice, teaching style, Rico is able to connect with the listeners and increase their desire to learn how to unlock more of their authentic greatness. Uh, Rico is an author of the book and workbook, Your God-Given Identity, written to help people discover, maximize, and manifest their true authentic self. This book has received testimonials from people expressing how much their life has been changed professionally, personally, because of his simple and applicable principles. Welcome, Rico. Thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for having me, my friend. Great to be here. Man, and and please tell the audience a little bit more about yourself that I, I haven't already expressed in this bio that they might be interested in. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm married for 21 years, three children, hey. uh, all teenagers, two graduate high school, and one is in one is a j- junior now, my daughter. And so um, while well, time is really moving. And then uh, also I'm a United States veteran with the hey. United States Navy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I got shout out. Hoorah! <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to hold that against you. I was in the Army. Hey, so some of the yeah. best people I know, they're, they're former uh, Navy. You know, <laughs> uh, so they, those guys, uh, those guys are super awesome. Uh, very, very awesome folks. But I don't hold them against them. Some of my, my, I guess the best leaders that I know were once in the Navy. You know, so. Wow. So kudos wow. to you guys. Whatever the new Navy's doing, they're doing some good stuff. So. <laughs> Thanks to the Army. I, I can't be on a boat, though, that long. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was on there for 116 days straight. So I, that was the longest I've been with no land. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a, it was an interesting ride, side to side, mm. up and down. But uh, I refused to get seasick. I didn't throw up. I made sure I hydrated and ate pretty a pretty good amount to just keep that from happening. But yeah, it was a unique experience. I'll never forget. Oh man, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. And thank you for your service. And You're- yeah, and to all our our service men and women out there, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you for your service and stay safe. No complacency while you're on duty. Okay. So. <laughs> so, so Rico, um, man, th- I, I'm so curious about. What does legacy and dynasty mean to you in leadership? And can you give us a, a little a little something about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from the time ago we, we talked, and 
I would share, I've been saying this for about the last few months, because I hear a lot about legacy and I, I believe it's great, right? But then I, the word dynasty came up. Mm. And when you think about dynasty, you think about, in terms of college football, you think about dynasties like Alabama with Nick Saban, Coach Nick Saban. Dynasty, like no matter how many people get replaced, coaches, the the dynasty still keeps living on through the different coaches because the system is so strong, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the same thing happens in the NFL <laughs> with yeah. you know certain organizations. It's like they just keep repeatedly like winning and dominating, right? Mm-hmm. So when I look at it, those examples help me describe the difference between legacy and dynasty. I say that legacy is what you leave with people. Mm. Say it again. Legacy is what you leave with people, but dynasty is what you deposit in them. So that says that the things can come and go, but that the mindset you have as a leader, visionary leader, your DNA uh, your your vision, the way, because you are the brand, regardless of how small or big you grow, right? You are the engine. And so how you impact determines how your your dynasty will continue to live, not just now, but even generations from now. So that is why I would say legacy is great, but dynasty is better because it continues to go on for generations, and I believe that when we think in terms of generations, uh, that really helps us in the present be able to make better decisions and really also sometimes take some risk uh, mm-hmm. that we might take because we realize that it's not just for today, but it's for those who are coming uh, after us. I mean, I'm thinking about my three children, yes, they're teenagers, but I'm to a point where I'm thinking about my grandchildren and great-grandchildren and the decisions that I make now are very critical because I want to be able to write the history that they read mm-hmm. and they can see that this started with someone who was de- who decided to break whatever generational curse, whatever poverty mindset, break that and really release generational blessings. So as a trailblazer, with in terms of leaving the dynasty, yeah, you you take your bumps and bruises, you take your hits, but the others behind you, you help give them a better start than when you did. So that's what it means to me, and that's what I share with people. Mm. And see, what was uh, I guess what was the inspiration for you to to go down this road to share with other people like the difference between legacy and dynasty? Because I, I think the like people always looking for that impetus to to make that change because you talked about breaking the poverty mindset, breaking generational curses, and and there's some people that might be listening right now that they feel stuck, and they're like, man, I'm stuck. You know, uh, my my parents were alcoholics, or my, my there was abuse in my family, there wasn't much success in my family, no entrepreneurs, so. What are, I guess, what are some of the things that, that I guess was empathist that helped somebody else see like, you know, I can, I can step out and be that one to start a legacy or dynasty. Well, you said the key word, be. I think when you look at leadership, my editor, when I wrote the book, Your God-Given Identity, shout out to Dr. Larry Kefauver, 
uh, he actually told me, he said, listen, because he's, he's ghostwritten for people like some well-known names and from one of the top leaders in the world that you know. Uh, but he said the difference between what you do and what they do, a lot of leadership is taught from behavior, but you're really teaching it from being. Like, mm-hmm. like authentically being leadership. Like that is different because it's possible to do and then have to get certain results, but is but never really be authentically you. And so I would say that's the difference. Uh, and why Dynasty was really highlighted is because I looked at it like, if you want to be a carbon copy of everybody else, that's easy to do. Uh, but if you really want to be authentically you to stand out, that's what people are really looking for. And your life doesn't, you really don't come alive until you find out your identity, your purpose, authority, and assignment. Mm-hmm. IPA, you never really come alive until you find those. Once you find those, then, and you have clarity of that, you wake up every day fulfilled, even in the roughest or the most frustrating days that you may have. You wake up with a sense of not just why, but who. Uh, who is actually waiting on you to show up? Because if you don't show up, then the people that you're called to, they really can't grow up in who they're made to be. Mm. So there are other people who may be like you or in the same industry, but they can't be and do like you. So mm. that's what it's all led to uh, the clarion call to bring clarity of identity to really expose and confront and then help empower people to look within rather than settle in looking without. So it went from just me and my heart to helping other people uh, with their journey. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. Hey guys, have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, here's your opportunity. If you have a kingdom mindset and you've been struggling to just start your podcast, Again, here is your opportunity. We're going to be conducting a five-day challenge. We're calling it Your Voice Matters Challenge. And we want you to join us because we're going to have experts, podcast experts coming on to teach you how to start your podcast. And look, we're going to help you get over the tech. We're going to help you to find your message, to find your audience, and build your podcast from scratch with little to no money out of your pocket. So join us on the five-day podcast challenge because your voice matters. We want you there. Join us again. Look, we're going to take out all the jitters. We're going to take out all the fears so you can have your podcast and be effective and share with your audience your passion. Join us. Use the link below. Use the link below and come on in. Bye-bye. All right, back to our episode. And so let me throw this in. I'll, I'll share this with you as well. What was also key is, and this is the, in the introduction of my book, Your God-Given Identity, and what it is is I'm the youngest of three children. My mom had her tubes tied in burn between my older brother and I. Uh, we're about almost eight, nine years apart. Oh, wow. My mom, I'm the miracle baby because they weren't expecting me. Uh, so my mom had her, like I said, had her tubes tied in burn. But here's the thing. She didn't know she carried me until between seven and eight months. So technically for like six months or so, I was hidden in the womb 
which shows that my life was here or meant to be here on purpose. So if my birth wasn't like just average, why should I settle for an average life? Why should I settle for not making an impact? Why would I go to my grave full and not empty? Mm. And so when I, as I go through life now and wake up, regardless of what's happening, it was kind of a tough day today, but I'm here with you because I understand that the assignment to help the people, I have to put aside what I deal with (laughs) and I actually have to show up for them because if I don't do this, then this could be a life or death situation for them. You know, not just physically to that degree, but mm-hmm. some spiritually, mentally, there, there could be, they could be hanging on by a thread. So if I just choose to play it lightly and never show up or not come as my best self mm-hmm. want to expand the kingdom, then I'm not only robbing myself, but I'm robbing them and the generations connected through them. Wow, 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 wow. Man, that, that is so good because I, I I get it. As leaders, we're on Leader Talk, Leader Talk podcast and everything else like that. I know when I was in the military and you know this and being in the military too, sometimes you just don't you just don't want to go to work. But the but the but the military doesn't play like that. <laughs> They're like, I don't care if you feel like it or not, you're gonna go to formation and you're gonna show up for work. Uh, because there's a there's a greater purpose at hand, right? Mm-hmm. And and us as believers in Christ, and you mentioned the kingdom, and we're 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 meant to bring the kingdom wherever we go. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it doesn't matter how we feel. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because we're having to show up for someone besides ourselves. Right. And man, I I appreciate that that you showing that and. and because I think that's also, you know, my 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 opinion. And I mean, this is your subject about dynasty. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. when when the people that are looking to us as leaders see us still showing up, mm-hmm. regardless of the situation, we're planting something in them as well. And and if, if we go around, well, I'm not feeling like it today. I'm just not going to show up. I'm not going to be there on time or whatever the case may be. Or mm-hmm. I'm just not going to. That's a different type of seed. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I appreciate you doing that. And because when we talked uh, uh, weeks ago and when I saw your post about, you know, showing up in, in, in identity and purpose and an authority, I was like, man, you know what? I can connect with that because there's something intrinsically valuable in that that I didn't learn at a young age. And that's why I'm glad you're showing up and you're showing up to our audience and and dropping that 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 piece about just show get you gotta show up. Mm-hmm. You know, you made a commitment. You know, we made a commitment to to be coaches, to be entrepreneurs, to serve, and and showing up, even when we don't feel like it, God sees that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because he showed up when he didn't really have to. In Jesus, right? Yeah. I mean, he didn't have to, but he he was compelled by love to show up for us, right? And to redeem us. So, I mean, I I know that's a deeper subject in and of itself. Well, but I mean, I would say this to you: IPA, yeah. right? we're in business, right? Yeah. But we hear this a lot: income producing activity, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I realized it at first, but 
as I got to thinking about it, IPA, if you know the right IPA, then you can actually do the right IPA. So basically, if you know the right, you know your right identity, purpose, and authority, it positions you to do the right income producing activity. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> it rolls all together. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my gosh. No, that, that, that is so good. So another, another, uh, what is another, I guess, another step about dynasty that you would want to help the audience to deposit in themselves, to make a, I guess, a generational impact. And, and, and can, and please let us know about what you got coming up here soon with when from within as well and how that ties together. Here's the key I've learned about dynasty. I was with a mentee yesterday. Um, and this helped me now, even helped me structure the, the corporate or entity structure for what we do. See, now I'm thinking, like, how could I actually not just create assets, but how to even acquire them and keep them going? So mm -hmm. I got to look at the setup and then, of course, work with the company to help me get the entity structure properly right. So that now it kind of holds the assets <laughs> mm. and I can build even more assets underneath. <laughs> so I would say, what was the question again? <laughs> well, uh, how, how, uh, what's another, I guess you say another thing about dynasty for our audience? Yeah. And yeah. generational impact and, and then tying it in with your, your up and coming uh, challenge. So, well, here's the thing about dynasty I find mostly visionary leaders because i mean there's leaders and there's visionary leaders there's visionaries and they're they're implementers or what Gino whitman calls in his book rocket fuel and integrator mm -hmm. so i just use implementers instead and here's how i look at it you got to look at it in this regard it's hard to be in it and be over it at the same time 100 percent Mm. Be in the forest and see over the forest. Mm -hmm. This is why, if you're going to make a generational impact, when you build the blueprint, it has to be, you have to think more like enterprise, not just individual. Mm. The perfect example is how God did it in Genesis chapter one. He actually built his business. But here's the thing. He built the system to where he had one prototype and he empowered that prototype to have seed to produce more. You see what I mean? So mm -hmm. when you think about it generationally as a dynasty, you're setting up, not only are you leading people, but you're setting up your, your structure your business structure, your entity structure with that in mind. Because you realize that you're you're not here forever. Mm -hmm. God thinks generationally, right? And so if he thinks generationally, then why do we allow ourselves to just settle for like moment to moment? Mm -hmm. So I would say as a dynasty, visionary leader, Realizing you're in the forest, but you can't see the whole forest at the same time, which requires that you're going to have to now discipline yourself to know how to trust Oof. or have or allow God to lead you to the right people to help you implement what it is that he showed you. It's not saying that you can't do it. 
But again, you only have two hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have multiple hands yourself on you unless you have people who are in place that can help leverage your time. Oof. So if we're trying to run, if we're trying to oversee everything, but then we're trying to run in everything, that's what keeps us confused. And I know as a visionary leader, one issue that we have is that we can be great starters, but we're not necessarily the best finishers. And so in order for us to finish or follow through, it's going to require, let's say, for instance, it's going to require someone like an assistant, executive assistant. (laughs) It's going to require someone who can help you even though you're great at, you could be great at marketing, right? But it's going to require you to actually stretch out to get someone to help you do that, implement that. Yep. It's it's like this. You can't do surgery on yourself. You've got to have someone else do the surgery for you. You can a lawyer can't a lawyer can try to represent themselves in court. But how much more effective would it be for the lawyer to have their attorney or a team of attorneys representing them more so than themselves? Well, I I, I feel you. I feel you on that. But I can hear some people out there. They're cringing. They're (laughs) cringing because you and I both know like like, uh, leaders, high performing leaders. That they they, they want to protect their baby. They want to protect their idea whatever, if it's their legacy or their dynasty. And my gosh, I mean, what is a good, I guess a good way. And I know you gave some good examples there, but what is a a practical tip that you can let them know? Say, look, yeah, this is your baby, but yeah, you got to get that executive assistant or that virtual assistant, start building that team. You know, what, what what can you, what can you drop on them to to help them just like, Hey, you know, I need to release it. (laughs) Okay. Two words. You can either be, you can either be personality dependent or you can be system dependent. Mm. So if you're personality dependent, I remember reading Jim Collins' book, Good to Great. I think the level four leader is the one where you're the leader, you're the smartest one, and nobody can like rise above you. But the level five leader is someone who has who knows how to get the right people off the bus and put the right people on the bus and lead the people who may be in a way more experienced in certain areas than they are, but they know how to lead and guide them in a manner to execute. So this, and I think this is going to lead right into what I was telling you about what's coming up, which is the win from within challenge, basically for coaches, speakers, authors, thought leaders, visionary leaders, right. For you to be more of the authority and, or amplify your authority and dominate your space without compromising your authentic value. And what I'm telling you is what I know, not what I heard or some theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a three day, this is a three day challenge. And I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the inside secret uh, of, of, of how this works. I would normally not do it, but I want to do it because I, I'm really here and want to help give value. I saw this as a vision to have the the challenge. 
And so I would read material, learn the material uh, from uh, the great Russell Brunson with the dot-com secrets and the, all, this, all the dot-com and, and what's the other one? Uh, expert secrets and traffic mm-hmm. secrets, right? And so I have a friend or person who works with us when we did, we're doing our leadership summit. He deals with marketing. He did the graphics and all like that. Great guy. Uh, and he said, honestly, and this is one one key you got to realize. So you got to be honest enough to receive truth that you don't like. And so I couldn't get offended, but he said, hey, I'm just saying this in love. A lot of the tech that you're reading and studying about, though I'm not techie at all, I'm not the tech type dude, but I found it fascinating when I was reading in the material about with 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 ClickFunnels and, and then I was I was going in between ClickFunnels and high level and the other type things and so he messaged me he's like well I think you just got to find one and stick to it mm. and I said hmm okay that's kind of that's kind of like all right because ideas come to me like so fast and I try to stop them but I can't. But focus is a big thing. So mm-hmm. I, I took what he said seriously. And what I did was when I got focused on, okay, I'm using ClickFunnels. Then that's when the Lord revealed someone to me who specialized in building the system. Mm-hmm. So I got with that person. I shared with them what it is that I was looking for, what I, what I have. But I was able, as a visionary, to work with them as an implementer to help put that in place. If I try to do that myself, what they did, oh, my goodness. It would have taken, like, a long time trying to figure out, uh, the, you know, how to, how to set it up. Not saying that I don't have an overall perspective or view, but that's like trying to balance a book with accounting. And you're not mm. an accountant. Mm. Like, like, really, why waste your time on what you're bad at? And I see that a lot now. Like, I get the information. I get the technology. I get the, the AI and the simplicity. But I'm just telling you, man, it was just much better in this direction. Once I got clear on where I was going, what the reason why it was, what the mission is, what the vision is, the mission was able to connect with someone who helped build this out. <laughs> mm. Go to the site. Now you actually see it's a system. It's a lead generator. Mm. An opportunity for people to connect and want to learn more about the challenge and then sign up for the challenge. Mm. Now, I, now I can, again, it's all about building a system. So that system is in place. So that's a now I don't have to go back and reinvent and do it again. That system's already up. So I pretty much invested to have a system built, which meant I invested to have or get my time or leverage my time as a visionary. Why? Because it's my responsibility, yes, to oversee things, but at the same time, create an experience with the content everything that's involved to make sure that you're served properly. And it's very difficult to oversee and then answer the phone as the, as the, when the, when the phone, when phone calls ring, do you imagine how hectic that is? 
So I'm give, I'm just giving you a key of how to, as things advance with technology as it is, yes, learn it, read it, study it, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be the one to do it. Yeah. That doesn't make you any less of a leader. In fact, I think it makes you more of a leader. In fact, I remember being at well, the conference, I think we had in, in, uh, with, with 100X, I believe, when Les Brown spoke. And I believe he said, you're not weak because you're asked for help. You're strong because you're asked for help. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, I gave you all this information today on how to look at this, because if you're going to think about dynasty, then you, you can't allow yourself to be distracted with the internal. But you really got to take some time to really map it out and then allow God to lead you to someone who can help put that thing in place. See, in school, they call that cheating. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? It's like, wait a minute. But in life, I, I love it because you put it together. In life, the best thing to do is to find that person that knows how to do this thing that you need implemented, work out some sort of agreement, negotiate some sort of thing, whether it be trading what you can do for what they can do so you both can benefit on that. Because a lot of people just think money for service. Sometimes we don't think about bartering. Mm -hmm. Now, something I had to learn about is like, okay, well, I know how to do this. I can help you with this. Is that valuable to you? Well, yes. This is commensary value to me. Let's you help me with this. I'll help you with that. Bada boom, bada bing. Here we go. And now systems are built for both people. And I, I love that because that that's true. That's true leadership when you can say, "Hey, look, man, I'm not good at this. Can you help me out?" And then someone will come along the way because God will work it out, like you like you just said, worked it out to where someone, "Hey, look, hey, I know how to do this." I can help you. And I was like, wow, you know, you at you you have not because you ask not. That's what the that's what the scriptures say. <laughs> I got something else for you. I okay. got we're I didn't realize this, but I believe we're in the make it to really have a set up a media company. I didn't even know, but I, I know he saw some videos and some things and he's like you already have it. It's like, well, now we just you're just allowing our team to help, boom, like take that content and like really multiply, extend your reach. And the enemy was trying to get me to be like, well, nah, you can't do it because it's gonna be like this amount. <laughs> and and uh, I was like, I was gonna buy into it, but I said no. I'm gonna call him anyway. So I reached out. We talked. And you know, there was something. That was a way to really work out something. It could have been, could have been financing, you know. And not only that, but he really kind of like helped give an idea of how to do my own podcast, but then give them, but then work with people as guests and possibly feature them in the podcast, and they pay money to go into the podcast, to be featured. So I'm like, had I said no, because I was looking at 
the dollar amount. That's what would have messed up. I would have missed an opportunity to negotiate. You know, so I'm just telling you, it's possible. It really is possible. But the thing is, if you clamp your mind and think it's not, you think I can't. If you give the statement, I can't, more than asking the question, how can I, your mind's just going to go to sleep. So, and wrapping this up, uh, because we could go on all day when I got to with my daughter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's a tip in terms of thinking of dynasty. You got to think, you got to learn how to trust the people around you or trust who's sent to help you and allow them to help you instead of you getting involved. Because now what's going to happen, you're going to give the organization whiplash. Because mm. now you're you're making decisions and like, boom, it's going this way. Boom, it's going this way. And you're constant ideas, but not enough execution. So, mm. no, I, I, love, I love that. And, and before you go, before you go, um, can you let them know where they can go for the win from within challenge? Mm-hmm. And then where can they find out more about you, website, social media, all that good stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Go to win from within challenge w-i-n uh f-r-o-m w-i-t-h-i-n challenge uh, and win from within challenge.com go there you'll see the information about how you can join us on that challenge and it's going to be very impactful the information there is absolutely amazing uh, you'll see the setup from what i just told you today about the person i work with to help so i'm letting you that's evidence is proof of what i told you <laughs> is legit uh, and so there, you can go on my social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and especially YouTube. Hey, subscribe, uh, are you, because we have content that's there and more content to come. It's at the Identity King. So at the Identity King, you go to YouTube or you put Rico S. McAdory, uh, at the Identity King, you'll see that and uh, look forward to it. If you go type in my name, Rico S. McAdory, You'll see this bearded guy, bald-headed guy with a suit on, pinstripe suit on. That That's me. That's the right one. Uh, but that's <laughs> contact with us. And uh, if you want us to come possibly speak uh, or say something to your audience before an event you have coming up, you can always go to RicoMacadoriSpeaks.com uh, to set that up. But immediately, I don't want to give you too much to do, too much homework. But uh, the main thing is go to the winfromwithinchallenge.com. We'd love to see you there and help you uh, amplify your authority and dominate your space without compromising your authentic value. So I thank you so much, brother. <laughs> no, no, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Guys, uh, all that information is going to be in the description below on our podcast. And I always love to ask uh, Rico, our, our guests, like, what is one last thing that God put on your heart to share with our audience before we end the broadcast? Hmm. The great Dr. Miles Monroe statement, your future is not ahead of you, it's within you. I just added that it's in seed form, waiting on you to activate it. So if you don't activate it, not only do you rob yourself, but you rob a generation, generations from being blessed by your decision. So I encourage you to live life to the fullest and don't 
you don't have to wait for the permission of everyone or all the lights to be green before you actually go. And you don't want to live a day in regret just because you were waiting on someone to say yes when there are plenty of other people waiting on you to show up. Make yourself findable instead of chasing people, but make yourself findable with content that really helps change your life. And you'll be amazed at who's been waiting on you to show up to help change. So with that being said, I'm out. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. And guys, uh, just, uh, you know, go visit his site, winfromwithinchallenge.com. Check out Rico. Check out what he's doing. Give him some support. Some support. Share your, show your love down below and, and just uh, reach out to him and then check him out. Uh, I'm definitely going to check it out. It sounds great. And it's going to be a lot of value. He's given us so much value. He's going to give more value to you guys. So, guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and like I always tell folks, have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. God bless you. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast because there, you know, you need to get leadership tips out there and have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. Hey, if you want to find out more about what I do, Go to joedetree.com. Go to joedetree.com and see what we're up to. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.